as we celebrate this month, it's the month of love that they designate that. And what great, what greater love has any man that someone should lay down their life for them? And that's what our Jesus did. And that's why we worship him, that he's the lover of our souls. And so we, that is the reason we will love the Lord with all of our hearts and with all of our soul and with all of our mind. Amen. And that's why we gather here today to get into his presence, to sit at his feet, and just to love him. Just to love him. And he is so pleased with each and every one of you that have come here today, and I thank you for that. And so as we enter into the presence of the Lord, we want to give him thanks. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for the time that we have here together with you. We thank you, Lord, that you promised that as we gather in your name that you're here in a special way. You're special to us every day. We thank you that you are within us, that you never leave us nor forsake us. But we welcome you here, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God. Let the glory of God fall upon each and every one today and that they will not come here without leaving being changed by your presence. Changing every day into your image, Lord God. We focus on you. We want to lift up your name and give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. We want to say how much we love you. We thank you for the angels that you sent across to each and every one here and fill this place. Thank you, Lord, for your fire of the Holy Spirit that will fall in this place. We thank you, Lord, that it is ordained for each and every one to be here, Lord God, and that you will minister to their very need. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory and honor and praise. Amen, amen, amen. Again, I welcome each and every one of you here. We have some guests, our first-time guests, and who would that be? If y'all just raise your hand. Oh, my gosh, isn't that wonderful? I'm going to go around and let them introduce themselves and tell us just a little bit about themselves and where, how the turn on a glow. I'm Pamela Matlock. I'm not new to a glow, but I'm new to this glow. Amen. Well, we welcome you. We know that the Lord is flying and we're praising for that. We have another little lady, too. I'm, my heart's so full right now, I'm probably just going to cry. Rain, tears, all that just happens. I was, we're from Louisiana, I just moved here, and we were, I was a member of our first club many, many years ago in Lake Charles. Some of you probably southwest Louisiana, and I'm still, I was telling Rhonda, I'm like a bird with my mouth open, just waiting for God to just feel it. Thank you for welcoming us. You're so precious, and we know that it just takes about two seconds for sisters in the Lord to connect and come here. So, God bless you. We thank the Lord that we are daughters of the Most High Kings and sons as well. Uh, I believe, did you raise your hand as well? Okay, there's somebody over here. Okay. Let me see how long I know this water is. Uh, praise God for this. Good morning, everybody. My name is Deborah, and I'm super excited. As you see my smile, I have not removed it since I walked in the door. As you said, sisters in Christ and brothers as well, thank you so much for your hospitality. And uh, my mentor here, Connie, she's brought me along, and I feel so very blessed, and I'm excited! Yeah. Yeah. Well, the joy of the Lord is our servant. Hallelujah. Good I go 
you know? The pain that it must have been. The, the stench, the rejection. Think about all the things that he healed them from, not just brought them back into society. Get them back to their families. I mean, so many areas, that wasn't just the healing physically. But this one took time to come back and thank the Lord for that. And that's what I felt of the Lord to do. That's why it was in the newsletter. So if, if there is anybody, and I think there are a few, uh, two. Okay, that's great. And I have, oh, let me just tell you about this one lady. I won't mention her name because she's not here today. Though I know she would praise the Lord. Uh, she said that she was falling back and feeling like she was getting, she was withdrawing, you know? I mean, she was, she's been anointed of the Lord and been used of the Lord. And she said that she felt so desolate, so alone, so, so attacked in her mind and her body and her spirit that she wanted to give up. But when she came here last month, and, and uh, Chris actually went to the back to pray for her, she, of course, we took authority over the fear and the, uh, the depression and all that was holding her back. And before she left that day, she came to me. She says, I've got to tell you that I was just about to give up, but the Lord delivered me today. He gave me the joy of my salvation that I am stirred up again. And I know this lady is going to have another meeting. She's already having another meeting. Praise and uh, a meeting in her home. And so... The Lord is, is, is really touching people. He's changing us, and he's, he knows their heart. And she didn't even come up in the front and ask. The Lord reached out to her because he feels your heart. He knows what you need. And so we thank him for that. So I'm really grateful for that. Though we thank him for his anointing here, we thank him for his presence here. We thank him for answered prayer. We just thank him for loving us. And to be among us. I mean, we're privileged. We are privileged that the redeemed of the Lord by the blood of the Lamb. And we need to be thankful that, you know what? He opened up our minds and our hearts and our mouths. It was by grace that we're saved. And that he called us. But yet he gave us the grace to say, yes, here I am. We don't do anything on our own. We give him all the praise, glory, and honor. Okay, let's see. I have one. Uh, the two ladies that want you, I went to. Okay, Rhonda. Who would you want to go? Okay, come if you would. Yes, uh, we're going to give God the glory for our little short testimonies here. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it was uh, uh, 2005 when my ex-husband left me, and for another woman, and so. Uh, I, I became very depressed in the deep, deep depression. But, um, and then I felt horrible, miserable, lonely. And I got on my knees and I said, Lord, please heal me. I don't want to die because I, I felt death like right here. I don't want to die, Lord. Heal me, please. I know you have the power to heal me. And I believe that that's why I haven't been to no doctor because you are gonna heal me. I know that you're gonna heal me. So I, I prayed for healing and I just felt I was on my knees and then um, I just felt something warm from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And when I finished uh, praying, I was like, everything went away. That, that depression, everything. Like uh, it was like my third or sometime that the first the time that I came here, 
when I when I came in this room, I in a vision, God opened my uh, spiritual eyes, and He was sitting down there. He he is sitting down there right now, but uh, the, that day He opened my spiritual eyes and I saw Him right Praise there. The it was beautiful. Lord. He's amazing. Praise God. You know, that's what he said. You know, we used to set a table here and we'd set a, set a, a special place for him. And then he said, no, set me up on the altar. And that's why we have this altar. And the reason that we had a table with a crown and, and you know, whatever, because, you know, we, his, his footstool, because, you know, he can't sit on this little bitty crap, this little bitty thing, but it's to focus on him and know that it is he that is with us. Praise his holy name. Cindy. I just want to give thanks that um, uh, these that are on your uh, chairs, um, <clears throat> they are from Mary Bostrom, who um, she's taught us. She was the Bible study teacher for Oak Globe. And <clears throat> this came from her teaching to us of how to have um, ho um, Holy Communion for your cluster, not just for yourself. And I just want you guys to know, I do this every day. Uh, every grape is a person in the family or ministry I'm praying for. And I have, <clears throat> I have Holy Communion for my cluster. And it, is, uh, it does create miracles, signs, and wonders in your life. And uh, this is the other thing that came from Ken Bostrom. He made this for Mary and all of us. And so we, I, I put this on my front door with a uh, red scarf, and I have it continuously all the year long. And um, so some of the people say, what does that mean when they come to solicit? And I'm able to give a testimony and really open their eyes. So I just want to say it's time now for signs, wonders, and miracles. We are in the kingdom. I am a child evangelism um, uh, evangelist, and I've been learning all about how it's not that we're not to give the gospel of salvation, we're to give the gospel of the kingdom. And the kingdom is signs, wonders, and miracles, and God will, if you talk about it, um, God will perform as we talk about the kingdom of God. So I just wanted to let y'all know yeah, that's, that's what right. I'm thankful for. Yes, amen. Signs, wonders, and miracles do follow the word and the ministering of the word. Which kind of Janet. Amen. Amen. Janet. Amen. Yes. Uh, Janet here. Yes, I'm Janet. Yes. Oh, Janet, I, I thank God because of what he's done in my life. And I, I didn't know... I didn't read that part about the testimonials, but I was asked, amen, to give a testimony this morning. But I've been believing God. Y'all know that I've been in, I'm in ministry, and I've been believing God to be in ministry full time. And even the, the lady from Kentucky, she said that God is getting ready to bless me uh, financially. Robin. And so, yes, Robin Thorpe, yeah. And so, and I've been believing God, I'm like, God, what do you got, you provide. 
I mean, if, if I was going to teach the word, I should be able to live by the word. And I'm like, God, show me how to make this happen. And so I've been believing, y'all know I'm new to it. I've only been married four years. So I've been trying to get him to see, because he don't know my, my past. And well, this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to do ministry. And I was very upfront with him in the beginning. I say, would you have a problem that I do full-time ministry you know, down the road. But you know, down the road, I'm getting older and older. <laughs> I'm, you, know, you know, eventually I want to be full-time ministry. This is the will of God for me. Do you have a problem with it? He said, we will revisit it oh. a year from now when we, before we got married. I was very upfront. I said, this is a call of God in my life, and I have to do what he called me to do. Long story short, I don't want to keep it because I know we got a message. But I say, I say, you know, but he was encouraging me to get a job, get a job. I'm like, I'm through with this job stuff. It should be over. And so I was trying to be nice. And I said, God, show him. Uh, prove to him. And I said, God, where you guide, you provide. And so God has given me a system how to set up a program to where I teach online classes. And now I'm making money. And I said, God, I don't want to ask him for nothing. I want him to see that you're supplying all my needs yes, because yes. where you, yes. when you call, you know, you, you provide for the calling. And I said, God, I trust you. And so money's been coming in, and, and, and God has been supplying all my needs. And I just want to give him praise and, and glory because I don't want to go back. And matter of fact, I did go back last year to a, a job, a full-time job, just because he asked me to, you know, uh, honor your husband, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So to honor him, I did go back, but I knew it was for him to see that I wasn't supposed to be there yeah. because I got thrown off the boat. I, told, I said, I'm Jonah. I got to go to Nineveh. <laughs> <laughs> and so they was like, what you doing here? Even though I was in sales and doing what I knew to do and I was trying to do the best I could, these people was pushing me off the boat because I wasn't supposed to be there. I got to go to Nineveh to preach the word. But, then, <laughs> but I knew my husband had to see that. And then I, I, I didn't even stay but three months, and they threw me off the boat, and it's good because I wasn't supposed to be there. But I thank Hallelujah. God for supplying Hallelujah. all my needs each and every one of them. Yes, our provider, Jehovah Jireh, right? The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous for the advancement yeah, yeah. of the kingdom. Amen. Yes. Well, that's right. Hallelujah. Okay. This is Charlotte. Hey, um, so I'm getting brave, coming up here, because I feel like God wanted me to share something with y'all. Um, after a glow prayer last Thursday, um, we were praying for my neck. I've been having some inflammation and just don't know what's going on. And um, in any case, after the prayer meeting, um, Jeremy was here, the, the assistant pastor of this church. And um, so I, I came in, and I kind of poked my head in and you know the meeting you know our prayer meeting was over and everything and I said could you pray with me I got this thing going on and I don't even know if I should get this test done and whatever um, so he started praying and he just said um, the Lord told me it's done I'm like okay you know in my brain I'm like okay well I'm still feeling symptoms but you said it's done so I I, I know I should have been a little more in faith but um, in any case, then, you know, he was praying with me a little more, and I said, well, do you think I should get this test done? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just like that, like details, details. So um, he's like, I don't know, let's pray. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and then he said something interesting. He said, um, yeah, 
I feel like, you know, you need to get it done so that you know it's gone. And I said, well, and in my mind I thought, okay, you know, I'll get the test done, it'll probably show something, and then, you know, when I'm healed, then I'll have, you know, a comparison of when it's gone, and blah, blah, blah. Well, to make a long story short, this morning, it occurred to me that, oh, I think he might have meant, like, it's gone. Like, I'll get the test done, it will show nothing, and it's gone. But that's exactly what happened. And I got the call this morning, and the doctor said, so, yeah, you know, we have the results of your scan, and it showed nothing. So I'm like, As well, I have prayer. You know, I have a lot of drainage in my throat all the time. You know, uh -huh. I mean, I, I mean, I support and uh, cough medicines and all that stuff. And like lozenges, my believe me, my husband goes story by five, six packages, and I go through them. Well, I have not had to use many lozenges at all. I mean, it was a constant thing, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour. So I, I'm praising God. One day, this pastor, I said, Hey, you know what? I don't have that drainage anymore. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank the Lord for healing my husband. He had a hip replacement. Yeah. He had a lot of expenses, a lot of pain, and all that. And now he is great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're just worshiping the Lord here. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Um, uh, they call me Patty Ruth Holmes. <laughs> and, um, I could say a lot because I have similar testimonies to everybody that's been up here so far that the Lord is so good over the years. I've, I've heard what the lady had to say about this. I've been passing communion every day for 40 some years. Uh, in one form or the other, if I don't have the elements, I ask him to place them in my hands. Like I'd leave for work and I'd say, oh, and I would put them in my hands. But the Lord showed me a, lot, a long time ago when I, I learned about the enemy and and I had controversy with a couple of witches and and um, found out that they were sacrificing babies back then. That's been 40-some years that I've known what they did. And, um, and so but one morning when I got up, I was thinking about that. And I had some grape juice in the refrigerator. Now, this was 40-some years ago. And um, so I went and got that, and I got a little piece of cracker. And I said, Satan, let me tell you something. This is the perfect sacrifice. And you will never supersede it. Never supersede it by any other blood is what I meant. Amen of the bloods that he causes to be sacrificed. And then also I keep I keep the red ribbon over both my doors of the house. And I have now for three years. When I did that because I knew about Passover. You know, Passover was the when the curse is if they passed over the children of Israel that were being released from to be released from Egypt. And the Passover means all the curses pass over, all the sicknesses and everything pass over. And I stand on the promises of God. And, 
Miss um, Jones, the lady that came with me today, she said I should tell them the testimony I just finished telling her in the car. Um, and that was that God protects you. Yes, he does. He, he can protect you in supernatural ways. And so I stay under also the 91st Psalm, which I found was written by Moses, is what I learned this year. But, you know, I dwell in a secret place of my most high God. Yes. And he can make it secret. He can make you invisible if he needs to make you invisible. Yes. Amen. I've testimony on that. I used to hurry to get the uh, little voice magazine. I don't know if any of you all ever experienced it. That was put out by the... Um, the full gospel businessmen. Oh, and so my children and I would hurry because they all wanted to read them also and read all the various testimonies. And and I read testimonies about car accidents and things. You know, the enemy causes those. And he has a plan trying to kill, steal, and destroy us all the time, working at it, and we're battling him from the and the time we get up in the morning and I start with communion. To cover me for the day and heal my body each day. Um, and so my car, I was, I was driving just out going to buy something, and a lady ran into my car. It came up to me in my driver's seat and went back out. She jumped out. I know I hit you. I know I hit you. I said. Calm down, lady. Just calm down. <laughs> yes, you did. But God protects me. And I told her how he protects me. And I said, there's not a scratch on your car and not a scratch on mine. And then uh, the following week or so, I was getting ready to leave for work. And I, I was uh, releasing the doorknob there. And the Holy Spirit said, there's a wreck planned for today. And I said, oh, no, Lord, but I know I'll be okay because you protect me. Amen. Well, I made a mistake having a cup of coffee in my left hand. So I'm on the way to work, three lanes, and we're going to cross this big bridge going into Charleston, West Virginia, because that's where I lived for 40 years. And um, and as I was, we're coming up to approach the bridge, I saw a hot air balloon coming down the river. And it looked like he was going to run into the bridge from from where uh, the trajectory of it. And I thought, oh, here it comes. Everybody's going to be slamming on the brakes looking at that balloon. And sure enough, they started slamming their brakes. Well, I thought, oh, I'm prepared, you know. So I stopped. But the car behind me didn't. Oh, and he ran into me and shoved me in the car in front of me wow. while my coffee then went over my head and dripping down. I'm, you know, i got to go to work, so I'm trying to find something to dry the coffee off. Well, we pulled, managed to pull off to the side of the road. And I'm busy. I hadn't been out of the car. I'm busy getting this coffee off. And the policeman walks up to, the, to my door. I put the window down. And he says, lady, would you please get out of the way? <laughs> and I said, sir, but sir, I said, I was in this collision. No, you weren't. Now get on. Get on, out of my way. And I always wondered, what did the car in front of me think and the car behind me? They were both smashed. Wow. 
and I didn't have a scratch on oh. Lord does protect us, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, well, let's turn in, then we have Rhonda. Come on, Miss Judy. Yeah, I'll make it short since I didn't sign up to do this, but just felt led after she was sharing about God's protection over our families. This happened, there's so many things that I could share, but I was prompted to share this. A couple of years ago, my granddaughter, who was about four years old at the time, they live out in Alvin. <laughs> And uh, her little neighbor boy is, was around six or seven, and they were playing, and there's a actual elementary school next to them that has a playground. So they decided to like sneak off, wrong thing to do, sneak off out of their yard and go to the school playground next door. And there were some teenage girls there, and those teenage girls abducted them. And they were missing for eight hours. Alvin Police was looking for them, and it was a whole fiasco in the natural. <laughs> but the Lord showed me where they were. Wow. And so I began to intercede and pray. And they were by this pond. Alvin's not Kima, right? So there's not a waterfront. But they were by this pond, you know. And these girls, I saw it in spirit, were arguing over who was going to have which child. For your, a boy and a girl, right? And they kept arguing over my granddaughter, preference for them. And as they were arguing, I was interceding in the spirit, and they actually turned against each other, which is what God does with the yes. enemies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they turned against each other because they were fighting so much about who was going to have her, right? And in that, they just said, forget it. Nobody's going to have her then. And, and they let them go. And the police found them a few hours later. They were missing, like I said, about eight hours. Found them on the street in Alvin and pulled over and said, what's your names? And, you know, and it was them. But my granddaughter and this little boy confirmed that they were near this pond, right? They confirmed later on. And my granddaughter, bless her heart, she said, Mama, I, I told them I would give them my stuffed animal. I would give them candy. I would, you know, right? And, um so sad now but just wanted to share God's faithfulness yes. you know in letting you know what's going on so that you can intercede yeah. you know and stop the enemy's plan yeah. Yeah. keep praying for those children especially those that are abducted when you get those alerts you pray and you send those angels out to find them and put them in a safe place scare off their enemies and if they don't repent bring them to justice and judgment in Jesus name because there's power there's power in that, and yes, I believe that yes. it's, uh, it's his heart to set those children free. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. Mine is short. <laughs> <laughs> My son and daughter-in-law are like 45 years old, and they've been trying to get pregnant, and we've been praying for them to get pregnant, and we prayed at the prayer meeting a few months ago, and praise God, they are pregnant. <laughs> Charles and Francis Hunter prayed for me because after seven years I couldn't conceive. 
and after she prayed for me, seven months, uh, nine months later, I had my first son. Oh, wow. And I had twins after that, and then my third. And I said, Lord, thank you. That's enough. <laughs> I wasn't going to share, but it's like, I was like, go, 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 go. I said, okay, somebody might need this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, in my life, I went through 30 years of suicidal depression. Oh, they can't hear you. Okay. Okay, okay. I went through 30 years of suicidal depression, and um, my husband was alcoholic, and it's like, right after he got saved, you would think that'd be the best time. That was the worst because Satan's trying to get you back, you know. Yeah. And I was spiraling, and I was driving 60 miles an hour down. <coughs> I've told this many times. Down the feeder, I, where the Walmart is in 646, before it was there, headed right for this concrete column. And I know, I know, I know, I did not turn that wheel. God turned the wheel, saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He, the spiral lifted just enough for me to go, you know, what am I doing, you know? And um, we still had to go through, you know, all the other stuff, but um, he saved my life. Amen. And I just feel like, I don't know, somebody yeah, needs that today. God, like, yeah. but, you know, I had to share it. The Lord is faithful, isn't he? God is good and his mercy endures forever. Yes, yes. They'll put, if they still have their sound system on, if you stick that... Oh, close over there. Okay. Because my speakers are over here. Okay. Okay, we're going to, Lorraine and I are going to do a double testimony real quick. Oh, because okay. it, it could oh, have been the same here. night I told Dave. David was telling me about it. And I said, well, David, that just happened to me the same week. Uh, but, but the Lord said, uh, you're not taking up too much time with these testimonies. He said, I'm being glorified. And, uh, and, I, and I, mine was on a Thursday night, and I was coming home from Bunny's house. Mm -hmm my friend Bunny's house because we get together on Thursday nights and the road was, it was on 204 and it was uh, it was nighttime but I mean I could see really good and I wasn't distracted and I wasn't tired I'm looking straight ahead and all of a sudden if I say all of a sudden all of a sudden you know, the devil does a lot of things all of a sudden but then God says suddenly yeah. and then we get his suddenly amen we get an intervention for God a way of escape yeah way of escape. so I, I got up to this this and it was a huge white truck that I could not see and it took up both lanes of the traffic, I mean, both both lanes, and the, the you almost couldn't see the end of it. That thing just went on and on, on big pieces behind it. And um, anyway, I I was from I was probably about from here. I was going 70 miles an hour, and the truck was right here in front of me. And I, wow. and all of a sudden I could see it, and it was there was no cloud, there was nothing, and uh, but I, and there wasn't any writing on it or anything. And it, I couldn't believe it was actually a white truck. And I mean, one of those great, great, great big ones. And so. Um, and I, I, I think I screamed Jesus. I can't tell you for sure, but I think that I did. Sure. But I, instantly, as I so, grabbed my hands, turning the wheel to the left, he said, you've got to get over in front of it. And I heard that voice. Everybody say the voice. That's what, what I was going to talk about today. And we're talking about knowing his voice and hearing his voice. And so, and so normally I would have turned off this way because this is another lane over here, even though he had it blocked. So I turn and I, I'm bouncing through a, a field and everything to get around in front of it. And, uh, but I had no fear. I was just kind of surprised, but I had no fear or anything. And he said, stop. And I stopped and I realized there was a ditch up in front of me too. Wow. But anyway, and so, and it, it really frightened the, the driver. He pulled up a little more. He said, are you okay? And I, I rolled my window and I said, I'm okay. And I prayed for other cars I could see coming because I thought, well, if I couldn't see them, maybe they couldn't either, you know? And then 
and, I, and I thought about um, the intervention that I, I knew an angel, and my car went from like this to that instantly, instantly. Uh, there was no turn like that. There was no time for that. And so I know I had, see God wanted us to talk about angel intervention today and, uh, and the goodness of God. And so, um, and I told my children, I said, it's a miracle that I'm here with you for Thanksgiving, you know, because it was right, right around that time. Okay. And, um, She's going to tell her hers the same thing too. But the Lord, here's what I was going to say. The Lord told me, He says, He had a plan. He had planned, like this other lady said. He said, The devil said, I'm going to kill her tonight. And so He said, I already, and He said, Here's the main part of this. He said, But you years ago, you began to confess that you were never going to die in a car accident, and neither are any of your children, and that you're not going to die from sickness and disease. Amen. And that when you finish your assignment, you'll come home. I'm still That's watching it. over that same word so they could not touch you because of the word that you spoke years ago. Yeah, but, you know, it's very important what we speak, and we got to watch what we're going to say. You know, thank God. Praise the Lord. We have a microphone on the system working. Oh, I, I don't remember, but one of the incidents, and I'll be real quick, is that I was going down 610, it was at night, and um, with no notice, the, my lane ended. And here I am flying down 65, 70, and I have to step, all my brakes are, are just go uh, off onto wherever. And I, I'm sitting there, and you know, there's other cars coming behind me, so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Lord Jesus, you know, someone's yeah. maybe hitting me from behind that don't let them see me and move over. And the thought came to me to turn my wheel, uh, in my mind, I turned my wheel and move into the other lane, but I couldn't turn the wheel. When I was there, I couldn't turn the wheel, I couldn't get, and as soon as I was gonna do that, an 18-wheeler went by me. And so the Lord does protect us. He does have an angel. I talk to my angels, I love you guys. Thank you for coming again. I talk to my angels all the time. They're with us, they're protecting us. From, because he, they have charge to watch over us, the children, his the father's children. So we thank God for that. And one other real quick one was that uh, one time I was going down the uh, Beltway 8 and um, something happened to my car and it just died. I was on coast. I was just literally on coast. And uh, I forget what uh, what happened. David would have to tell you. I don't know about that. Anyway, and I says, Lord, just get me clear enough so I can get to the other side. Now, mind you, I'm over here on the fourth lane and I want to get over there to the feet of the side, right? And it's dying, I have no control of the car. And so I'm trying to, with all my might, pull over to, to the next lane as I see clearance. And, and I'm thinking, when is this car gonna stop? I didn't know, I was like a mile or more behind an exit or even a place to go. I had to go over four lanes without getting hit with no control of my car. And finally, when I get to the side, because I came to an, an uh, exit, Everybody was just flying. People were coming on and trying to get off, and it was yeah. it was a lot of chaos. So I said, Lord, just get me off of this onto the feeder. And so my car is just coasting. I mean, coasting. I'm not, I, don't have, I don't have the brake on, I don't have the gas on, nothing. It's just coasting. And then I said, oh, Lord, I, this, then I came onto the feeder where there's three lanes coming on. You know, I said, oh, good, great. Now how am I going to get through the course what am I saying you know anyway I said just get me to that McDonald's up into that parking lot and do you know he got me up into yeah. that parking lot and that's exactly where it died yeah, so I praise God okay I just want to add on to the testimony I gave um, I want to be like the leper that went back and yeah. said thank, thank you, you. Yes. so I just want to give all yes. thanks and praise to God yes. because we overcome by the blood and the word of our testimony yes. 
My testimony is in agreement with him, and he said it's done, so amen. So I know this takes time, but we need to take time and thank the Lord. He is good. Yes. We are in the meeting. This yes, is the definitely. This you is. Want to hear one more? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. We all want to get back in the room. I got bucket loads of testimony. Okay. And I might not even need a microphone. I talk pretty this loud. So I got, one, I got one of those preacher voices that you can kind of hear me, even when people wish they couldn't. So I've got a couple of stories about some cars. Now, um, I have uh, been without cars. I had an automobile accident in 99 and I needed a car. But I just didn't happen to have any money at the time. So I was praying, I was helping a ministry out, helping uh, a church that I used to go to. And uh, one of the outreach pastors came and said, hey, we need you to come help us pick some stuff up. I said, okay, I'm good, let's go. I jumped in the car and he said, uh, we got over there and there was a car. Now my, my pastor, the one who had picked me up, the outreach pastor, he and his wife had just recently had a wreck. And they had, um, no automobile they were borrowing one and they had a family of seven well somebody had given them a little four-door hatchback sedan and uh so what we were going to go pick up i thought was food for the church and he said hey i need you to uh come drive this car can you help me i said sure no worries and then he gave me the title to it and he said this car is for you and i said oh my gosh are, i said are you kidding me oh no just better i said are you kidding me he said yeah we want to sew it to you because somebody has given it to us, but we have a family of seven, and obviously they're not gonna fit in there. So within a week, the, somebody who owed them $3,000 came and knocked on the door and uh, came and paid them back. They hadn't seen the people in 10 years. So they took that money and they went and put it down on a brand new van for their family. Oh, and I've got another one. The Lord says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bless you so much today till you get out of your seat and run. Till you can't stand it anymore. And he said, I can't take this one more time. told me oh. when I was in Belgium that I'm supposed to have. Awesome. So I'm standing for that. Who else? Stand, stand up if you're, okay, you stand, you all, you ladies, I believe come, up it. come up here, come up here, run up here. I believe for run. an RV myself. Run up here, run up here. The Lord said, throw out, throw out any paperwork of, we, we do it this way and this way and this way. Today we're not doing any of it. We're not doing it like that, okay? Because right. the Holy Ghost is up, up to something today. Hallelujah. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. She yeah. needs hers repaired. I, I got two I need repaired. And I okay, we need, anybody else need their car repaired? Yes. You I come up too. Okay. Can okay. okay, would you go? Everybody hold hands. Everybody hold hands. Everybody hold hands. Okay. Lorraine, would you come up with me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that you are doing things your way right now. We're going to walk down together. I'm going to hold the mic. She's going to lay hands on you. And when she does, God's going to release to you. The Lord says, I will, all I ask them to do is expect my best. Expect my best because I, I'll, I'll do the rest if you'll just expect my best. So we're going to start down here. And I'm going to hold the mic. And she, 
Yes, receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Just say, I take it. I take it. I receive it. I receive your best, God. I receive your best, God. I receive your best, God. Above and beyond. I receive it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See it in your heart right now, the vehicle right now that you're believing for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now run back to your seat. Run. Run back to your seat. Hallelujah. You know, that's the Lord touching you. It's not me or Pam. That was the Lord that called you forth to bless you. We were in agreement. Hallelujah. So now we're going to move on. And uh, we were going to have a song, but we're going to move. I don't think we can do that now. But we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise. And we'll be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. Now, we usually blow a shofar, but we don't have one, so I blow mine. We're so thankful for uh, Sandra Lau, the faithful psalmist to lead us. Hallelujah. I know the devil's a liar. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to enter in this morning. You know, in Jesus' day, I don't think they had the keyboard or microphones or anything, so we can do this. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So if y'all want to stand, we're going to enter in. Father, we just thank you for your presence here. Holy Spirit, we say welcome. You are already here. We brought you with us, Lord. So you're here already, Lord. But we want to enter in with thanksgiving, Lord. Come into your courts with praise. It's good to praise you, Lord. It is good to praise you, Lord. To enter into the holy place, Lord. To worship and adore and exalt and magnify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O God Most High. To proclaim your love and faithfulness all the day and through the night. Lie, lie, lie. Lie, 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 May I dwell in your courts, O Lord, there to flourish like the trees of Lebanon, planted in the house of Adonai, there to live forevermore. Hallelujah. Through our God, we shall do valiantly, for it is He who shall tread down the enemy. We'll sing and shout His victory. Christ is King for God. 
has won the victory and set his people free. His word has slain the enemy. The earth shall stand and see that through our God we shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. We'll sing and shout his victory. Christ is King. Christ is King. Hallelujah, Lord. For the Lord is marching on and his army is ever strong and his glory shall be seen upon our land raise the anthem sing the victor song praise the lord for the battles won no weapon formed against us we shall stand for the captain of the host is jesus we're following no foe can stand against us if we pray. For the captain of the host is Jesus. We're following in his footsteps. No foe can stand against us if we pray. Lift up the Lord, raise his banner high. Sound the alarm, shout the battle cry. Hallelujah, Lord. Lift up the Lord with a song of praise. Marching victorious in Jesus' name. Shout, for he has given us the city. Hallelujah. Shout. For he has given us this land, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. We will fight, we will conquer, we will stand. Shout, for he has given us this city. Hallelujah. Shout, for he has given us this land. It's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. We will fight, we will conquer, we will stand. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, we praise your name. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name, Prince of Peace, mighty God. O oh Lord, our Lord Almighty. O oh Lord, my Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. 
Glory. 
And your mercy, your mercy, your mercy endures forever, 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 forever. Ishila Manua. Kisula Manua. I exalt you, I exalt you, I exalt you. I praise, I worship, I adore you. Bilo Arrato Esikia, Glory and honor and power and dominion unto you, O Most High. Glory and honor and power and dominion. Your name, your name, your name is high and lifted up. It's magnified. We worship you. We adore you. We bow before your holy throne, Lord. We worship and adore you. Spirit of the living God, we make room for you. We make room for you, Lord. Have your way, Holy One. Have your way. You are holy. You alone are worthy and holy. Before you see it, yes, and it will come. It will maybe nearer, or maybe further away, but it will come in due time. In my timing, says the Lord. So believe And also with the interpretation, that was an exhortation, and the Lord said, "Now I have brought you to a place in this place today, as you have stepped over into a place." of saying, I've just got to give him glory today. I've just got to tell somebody what he's done for me. And he said, oftentimes you don't have that place, says the Lord, where you can go and just explode your heart with thanksgiving, but you always run and tell me, and I always listen, and I'm always blessed by your praise. But today I wanted to display how good I am to all of my people. I have worked in all of your lives, says the Lord, and you're all so precious to me. You're so uniquely wonderful to me. You're uniquely made in my image. 
and in my likeness, says the Lord. And I have great and mighty things for you to do. And I have planted dreams and plans in you. And these things shall come to pass. They're not too big for me, but they're too big for you to do alone. So this is the day I brought you together so that you will let your, let your dreams get big on the inside of you to the place where you already see yourself there walking and, and, and going and being and doing and preaching and doing those things. That I, and with every body part that you need, I have them for you. I have, do not have a shortage of what you need, says the Lord. All things that you need are possible. If you will only dare to believe me, says the Lord. Amen. And I say you have your list. And you have your agendas. But I say, don't put me in a box. I want to be out of the box. Give me freedom to minister as I would minister. And I will minister. Father, we just thank you for your presence here. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here. Lord, our ears are anointed to hear what your word and what your spirit is saying today, Lord God. Lord, we take you out of the box. We say, have your way, Holy One. Have your way, Lord. We yield. We yield to your presence and your anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Amen. Praise you. That's what we want. We want to flow in his, let his spirit flow as he wants it. This is his meaning. And so we're glad, glad that Holy Spirit leads us. And we thank you, Lord, for the word that you just ministered to us. We do not take it for granted. We listen. We sit at your feet. And Lord, yes, we thank you for everything that you do for us. And we will not set you in a box. We let you free flow freely in our lives and in this meeting in Jesus' name. Okay, as we prepare ourselves to receive the Lord's Supper, if anyone does not have the elements, just raise your hand and someone will bring you an element and um, give you that moment. And while they're doing that, just keep your hands raised. Make sure that y'all sign in also in the, uh, we like to keep in contact with you on our list if you have not done so. Uh, the Lord wants us to keep in contact. He says that we're to gather together at all times and we want to let you know what's going on in the community where other places that will be a blessing to you because we come here to be equipped to go out to do his great pleasure in his kingdom hallelujah so i want to present to you though i know that i'm probably speaking to the choir but we should never take for granted that there may be one here that has never asked the lord into their life this is the day of salvation he calls you he loves you. He's made a way for you. Everything has been paid for by the blood of Jesus. No sin cannot be covered other than the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. But we don't do that here. And uh, So if there is anyone here that needs to rededicate themselves or a first time, ask Jesus. You know, I was 27 years old, raised a good Catholic girl, went to everything. I was involved in the church, but I didn't know that I needed to ask Jesus into my life. But one day, one day he drew me to a place where I could do that and realize that. And by grace opened up my eyes to know I needed to ask him in to make him Lord of my life. And he will take control and he'll come in and he'll fill you with his spirit. And so I invite anybody that has not done that, you can just raise your hand. But you know what? You raise it to the Lord, not to me. Rather, anything, but just to acknowledge him because we do not 
want to be ashamed to acknowledge him because he says then he'd be ashamed to acknowledge us before the father but i don't believe there's not one here today that is in that mode you want you feel the tug and so if there even if you need that deeper walk with him that you feel like you just need to not as close he wants to fill you today and bring you and embrace you in his arms so and also before we take the supper the celebrate the lord's supper in remembrance of what he did for us we want to repent for everything that we have said done and deed and word whether we think it's a sin or not but we want to purify ourselves because this is holy what we're about to celebrate and so father at this point we just um, repent of all of our sins lord god and all we have to do is confess with our mouth that you are lord that you, Father, sent Jesus to die for me. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, shedding his blood, and I ask forgiveness, you wash it away with that precious blood. It goes into a sea for forgetfulness and is never remembered anymore by you. And so we forget it. Remove it from our minds, but only for a testimony to give you glory, honor, and praise. But never come under conviction again because you have forgiven us and washed us in that precious blood. So we ask you to forgive us for anything we have done. Create within us a clean heart, Father God, and a right spirit. Because we want to serve you with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole body, and our strength. When we thank you that you loved us first and you're the lover of our soul and you are love. And so we celebrate you today, this month, and every day of our lives for what you've done. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, we give you glory. And baptism of the Holy Spirit, if there's those that have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, with fire, we're talking about it, and you want that additional fire, that's available for you today as well. You know, we can pray for you, and even if we lay hands on you, it's not us. It's the Holy Spirit that falls on you, and Jesus fills you with his precious Holy Spirit. We just need to be open for it, and let your mouth be open, because he will pray a language like you've heard today. You will, he will pray through you. Your voice, but he is praying through you, the perfect will of God. So that's a gift for everyone, not just for a few, and he wants to give it to you. It's power, power, hallelujah. When we don't know how to pray, we give you glory. And now I'm going to ask, um, where's my little lady that's coming up? There she is, right in front of me, my beautiful little sister here. She's going to lead us in the elements. So I'm new here. And um, welcome. Welcome. welcome, welcome, we love you. I'm not new to GLOW. I used to be uh, on the leadership of GLOW for many years. And it, GLOW brought me up yeah, in the Lord. Um, so she gave me a list of scriptures and 1 Corinthians 11, 23, 25. Um, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. So let's take our bread. Now, I was afraid this was gonna happen. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you. <clears throat> took bread and 
When he'd given thanks, he broke it. He broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And the same way he took the cup. Well, we're going to do the bread, break the bread. And this is his body broken for us that we may be whole. That we may be whole. And in the same way, And in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this is a cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this, and as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. We're drinking the new covenant. We're remembering the new covenant. We're remembering what he did for us, that we are no longer under the law, but we are under the new covenant of God. We are under the resurrection power of God. Hallelujah. So we take it with thanksgiving and celebration in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor for all that you have done. Hallelujah. Okay, now I have Miss Agnes come up. She's our VP of Financial Development. And she is going to lead us in additional worship of uh, bringing our gifts to the Lord. What's over there? And your offering? It's over here on the side. It's over here on the side. Uh, our offering is a base on the side. Um, but as I was praying about this and saying, Lord, you know, everybody's heard these scriptures. Everybody knows the word. Everybody knows, you know, every offering scripture we can think of. And, the Lord has been showing me this week, for those of you that don't know, I drive a school bus, okay? Which can be a challenge with the children, but it can also be a challenge on the road. Because whether or not you've noticed it, people are not courteous anymore. And every time I see somebody that I've gotta go and turn left, I'm praying, Lord, make a break in that traffic so I can get through. But I'm thinking, they're going to reap what they're sowing right now because they're, you know, if you're courteous, other people will be courteous to you. You reap what you sow whether you realize it or not. If you're sowing bad seed, you're going to reap that bad seed. If you're sowing good seed, you're going to reap that good seed. And next to my door in my house, in my bedroom, before I go out, I declare this over myself and I put it in my words. First, uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to me so that I may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good word and charitable donation. Now, did you get the, the have an abundance for every good word and charitable donation? Now, it doesn't just come because you said it. You got to do something. The Bible says you reap what you sow. If I don't put any seed in the, the ground, I'm not getting the harvest back. You know, farmers know this. If they don't put apple seed in the ground, they're not getting those apple seed trees they want. We have to plant seed into good ground. 
And like y'all have heard, there's women here that have been veterans of the faith, is what I call us. Because we've been in a glow for a long time. Why? And why is the glow still around? Because we are sowing into good ground. We're, we're reaping a harvest of women. If you look around, this room is almost completely full. And we're reaping a harvest of souls because even when I go out, I'm going to be speaking to others. When you go out, you're going to be speaking to others. So we're sowing into good ground for the kingdom, for God's kingdom. So I invite you to come up and sow into the ground of a glow for NASA Aglow today. Amen. And Father, I just thank you for each and every heart that's here, Lord. God, I pray that you speak to us by your spirit. Lord, show us exactly what you want us to sow into this ground, Father God. And Lord, I thank you that you stop the mouth of the enemy, that he cannot tell us, no, don't do that, because we know it's not him telling us what to do. But Lord, we thank you that you are opening our ears to hear what you would have us to give into this ground. And Lord, we ask that you just multiply it back a hundredfold, Father God. I pray that you multiply the offering a hundredfold so that we can go and do everything you've called us to do as your children, your daughters, your sons, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Yeah. <laughs> 
together and this song was the one I was going to start with that's why I just went ahead and stepped up and, uh, um, and Kathy and Kathy and I and Holly that's in on the floor in the Lord here we're, we're, we're the prayer group from the group at my house called Holy Ghost Parties and Kathy's our worship leader and then and well we're called the threefold court so it's Kathy and me and Holly so Kathy I'm gonna come up over here Kathy so I can stand over here by you but we're gonna sing together and this is the goodness of God and this, all of us have already, when we came here today, the very fact that we're here today. Oh, good, it's so good to see you. I love you. I didn't see you come in. Um, but the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And you know, as we sing this, if you feel like you want to come up and just get before the Lord, we're just going to take a few minutes and then we're going to get into the word that God brought for today. But he's so good. The Lord is good. I love you, Lord. And your mercy never fails me. All my days have been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life. You have been faithful. Thank you, Jesus. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing the goodness of God. I will sing all the goodness of God. Love your voice. 
opportunity to come and bring the word of the Lord for today and um, I do want to tell you that uh, I don't I don't always do it but the Lord quickened my heart to go ahead and bring some things from home that's a uh, I've written four children's books and it's the first second third fourth week of school but I only brought the first week and I only brought five of a few things and I, I brought them because uh, the Lord wanted me to give you an opportunity if you haven't read them and the children's books are from the ages 8 to 12 and it's a little girl named Stephanie, and it's Stephanie's stories. And I based it, I actually wrote the first one because my little granddaughter was a little girl back then, about nine, something like that. And she, um, 
she was sharing little stories with me, and God began to anoint me to write a book. I thought I'd only write one, and it ended up being the first week of school, the second week, the third, and the fourth, and it's just filled with salvations and miracles all through it. The bus driver dies on the bus, and the kids raise him up, and he brings flowers to the bus stop the next day, and then he, 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 he says, well, I'll be your bus driver for the Bible study you want to start, and he's sitting outside the Bible study, like you would sit, you know, sit out here, and then the kids were inside. He heard the gospel and went in and got on his knees and got saved. Now, you don't find little children's books that are, and Sandra, Rick waves to me, Sandra, she had the book and her grandchildren read it. Mary Bostrom loved it, and she had the books at her home, and, and Trudy, and anybody else read them? Oh, oh, well, a bunch of you, see, look around there. Yeah, Janet back there. Uh, Janet's, her older daughter, um, and I knew her years and years and years, probably 15 years ago, actually came to a home meeting that I had last week, I guess it was now, and, um, and she offered to bring Janet, and uh, I hadn't seen, seen her, and, and her granddaughter was in my class with Sue Ellen for several years and became very close to me, Haley did. So anyway, her daughter came, and what happened to her, she'd been away from the Lord, and that whole meeting was for her daughter and granddaughter, Christina, and was for one boy that was so schizophrenic he never leaves his bedroom, and um, and his brother came and painted my house and we be he became a spiritual son to me and his mother comes to our meetings also, and so um, I've had that young man on my heart been praying for him for a long time, and I said Lord we need to get him here and his um, I ran into him he never left home but his brother had him at the Home Depot we're building a cabin called Grammy's house and it'll be for children and we're in the middle not quite middle but we're getting there Bunny. And, uh, and we're building, me and Bunny and our two husbands are about the only ones. There's a couple of them that have been a couple a few times, but God's getting it done. It's just been awesome. My husband didn't even want that thing out there, but now he's right in the middle of all of it, you know. His heart's all in it, and he's, you know, it's been a blessing. So anyway, y'all help me so if I start to get off, I'll get back where I'm going. So what was I talking about? The daughter. Oh, the daughter. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, the schizophrenic, yeah. Okay, so they both came. Oh, okay, so... We were at Home Depot. You supposed to, all you had to say was Home Depot. Okay, Home, Home Depot, help me, help me. So we were in Home Depot, and we're buying some wood for the cabin. I know it's scary, isn't it? Who relates to what I'm doing right now? Oh, thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. I do have the mind of Christ. But anyway, so here comes Tim, and he came up to me, and, he, and I, I hadn't seen him for a little bit. And we hugged, and I said, oh, my spiritual son, how are you doing? And I noticed this young man with him, you know. And, you know, sometimes when people have things that are they're under attack, you can tell it by their looks. And I could tell there was something wrong with this young man. And, but anyway, I said, oh, we're here, Tim, we're buying wood for the cabin. You know, it's a lumber. And he said, oh, that's great. And I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I had to get some stuff to go to work. And I brought my brother. And I thought, oh, this is a miracle. I already knew that because this young man did not hardly come out of his bedroom. And they're only two years apart. And I said, oh, it is. And boy, my heart just started leaping for joy. And I said, this is your brother? And he said, this is Joey. And I said, and I'm going to use you for an example. <laughs> my brother. I said, oh, Joey. And I'm hitting this kid on the belly. You know, I said, Joey. I said, oh, Joey. I said, I I've wanted to meet you. And he goes, you have? You know, he looked at me really funny. And I, I don't know why I went up and started poking him on the belly. You know, you don't know what you're doing sometimes. But it, it got his attention. It got his attention. And I said, hey, you know what? I've been bringing food over to your house because his mom had been real sick and t Tim had been in the hospital. And I normally would not have brought that up, but God used that because I said, have you been eating some of the food I brought over? He goes, oh, yeah, your food was good. You know, like that. And I thought, oh, okay, all right. Thank you, Jesus. Because I thought, why am I even talking about that food, you know? And I said, oh, I said, I want you to come. We're going to have a party because we have, everybody say Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. We have Holy Ghost parties. And I said, 
I said, oh, I said, I want you to come to a Holy Ghost party at my house Friday night. And uh, he kind of looked at me funny. And I said, well, your, your brother and your mom come. I said, I want you to come to the party. And I said, and there'll be food there. He goes, oh, see, God was using that food thing. Seriously, seriously. And, he said, and I said, there'll be food there. And I said, and, I said, and we'll sing. And I said, and, and, and I said, there'll be a lot of, you know, good fellowship. I just told him more things like that. I thought God will take in, God will fill in the rest of the blanks, you know, when he goes. Yeah. And he said, oh, okay. And I, um, and I said, well, I really want you to come. And they walked away, and I knew what a miracle that was. And I said, Father, yes. right now, in the name of Jesus, get Joey and bring him to this meeting. And, Lord, this is the turnaround now. This, for Tim and me and Jack to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning picking up some lumber, and Joey had never gone with him on a job before. Now, is this a setup? Yes. Everybody say, this is a setup. It was a setup. And so, anyway, um, and Tim told me, look, he says, no, we don't know. She said, he said, don't feel bad. He says, if he doesn't come. I, and I just laughed. I said, he's coming. He's coming. Amen. And so I saved, I, you guys weren't there, so I saved the back couch. And we'll have to have him there for a little bit on that back couch. Because, he's, because of the symptoms that have been assigned to him with schizophrenic and stuff, I put his mom and dad, I mean, Tim and his mom on each side of him, and he felt safe. So we put him in the back, and he came in, and I hugged him right away. And he loved the food. Yeah. And we have good soup. Usually Sandra's there with a lot of food, too. Y'all know what a good cook she is. But anyway, so we, he ate really good, and, and, and he was enjoying himself. And he felt, I, I knew in the spirit, he felt safe back there with them on the back. And so, uh, and he was sitting back there. And, uh, and we worshiped and sang. But I was in a place with me and Holly where we sat, and I could see his face all night. He smiled the entire night. Amen. He, and, and we, you know, we, you know how crazy I am. We were just, we were crazy in God all night. We had a wonderful time. The Holy Spirit just moved and moved anybody. It was just, and actually, Bill and Renee Morris were supposed to be our speakers and take the whole evening. And it, it was 5.30, and we started at 6. And so I called her. I said, are y'all on your way? Because I, I said, I, I, don't, I want you to be able to get your instruments and stuff. And she said, Pam, we're, we're getting on an airplane right now in Little Rock. She said, Bill sent you a text message and told you we couldn't come on Wednesday. And this is Friday. I said, well, I didn't see the message. And later on, I thought, you know, I think somebody, Bill said, uh, we can't come. I said, I don't even know anybody named Bill. <laughs> oh, and it was, but you know, God... God caused that to happen because I didn't have time to get another speaker. Amen. And I said, well, Lord, you know, you asked me to, now I'm speaking at our house meeting. I only do it once a year. And the Lord said, I want you to take February. And then Lorraine said, well, I think Lord wants you to do our February. So that's why I'm here. First of all, the next, next party we have at my house, I'll be the speaker for that. And I said, well, Lord, you know, I don't want to speak tonight because you got me going, you know, in February. And he said, I want you to let people tag. Now, what did we do today? You had a testimony. You had a testimony. You had a testimony. And it was, everybody that was there say it was anointed. Amen. We just had an awesome time in God. And I watched that young man. And even her, uh, Janet, stand up real quick, just so they can see that Janet came. And she was the one whose daughter came and, and, and her granddaughter. She drove me because I'm having a little bit of an issue yeah. driving at night. Yes, and so, okay, thank you, Janet. You can sit back down. And, and she's been a friend for years and doesn't usually get to come anymore. And so... When I met her granddaughter, she said, oh, I remember your house, because she said, I was at that swim pool. We got a swimming pool, and in the swim pool, it says Jesus and a dove, and that's a baptistry. Nothing in my house, you know, it's just something. It's got to, got to function for Jesus. 
And, she, and I said, oh, well, see that big board back there? And it's all these testimonies of children being touched. That, that is, it represents what Grammy's house is going to do, what we've been doing for years. And I said, go see if you're up there by that pool. And she ran up and goes, oh, I'm right there. When she was a little girl, she was up. And we had like 15 kids and their grandmothers behind them. And a bunch of them got baptized and all kinds of things in the water. So she came and she was in that picture. And uh, I didn't, wouldn't have even known who she was. And so, um, and her daughter, her older daughter was concerned about, uh, she said, well, she smokes. I said, well, I came in the same way. The first time I ever went to church, uh, right when they were getting ready to make the altar call, which I didn't even know what that was, I looked at my husband. I said, honey, let me out. I got to go have a cigarette. I mean, it had been an hour. Come on, if you're a serious smoker, an hour is a long time. And I said, honey, I got to go have a cigarette. He said, and he grew up in church and never, I never even knew he ever went to church, Pentecostal. He met me in a bar and he was holding a beer and I was dancing. So that's how we started, you know. Thank God that's not how we finished. But anyway, so, but anyway, so he was saying, um, uh, I need a cigarette. I, oh, yes, I need a cigarette. Okay. So you do? You know I have to help. Have to help. Okay, and he, he knew what was happening. He goes, they're wrapping this thing up. Now, what in the world does that mean? They're wrapping this thing up. Altar call. He said, well, they're wrapping this thing up. And he had us sitting almost in the back row. And he was already upset because when we went in and the music started, I liked it and I was doing everything they did. He said, well, she doesn't even know what she's doing, you know. And then they started singing Spanish and I tried to sing that. He said, she doesn't even know they're singing in tongues, you know. He knew it. And he was embarrassed for me, you know. But anyway, and, and so when he said, well, you can't have a cigarette. I said, I'll just go to the ladies' bathroom, you know, and have a cigarette. And so I'm telling, and I put this in my testimony book. And I'll stop here for a second, hold my place here at the church, because uh, her daughter um, was coming to my house, and I said, you tell her it's okay about smoking. I've been there. I know what that's like. And I, I, I said, I'll put, a, I'll put a chair on the front porch, and I sat them back there near where the young man, I sat them back there by the couch, and I said, go out that door right there, and I'll have a chair out there. And if you get to where you just got to have a cigarette, don't leave. Come, go have a cigarette. Come on back. You know? So I told Beth about cigarettes. She couldn't get the door open. Yeah, she, yeah, I forgot to tell her that door that door was sticks. Yeah, and the Lord told me, he said, give her your testimony. Well, I forgot the story I'm telling you right now about going to the bathroom. And she said, my daughter took me Wednesday night to church, and she said she stayed for the worship, and then she went out. She said, and she went to the ladies' bathroom and had a cigarette. I told that that night. Well, she... The best part of my testimony, and that's where she was living right then. Isn't that funny? And so, anyway, but she knew I was covering her, and I wasn't judging her. I've been there. I've done that. And then I, then I met her in the house. I said, listen, Stacy, I want to tell you something. I, I was right where you were with smoking and stuff. And I said, so I do understand. I said, but God will help you, and you won't always be smoking. And so she received that. And she told her mom when she got home that um, she said, well, she, she sent me the text the next day. And she said, uh, I want to I I I I go regular. Yeah. I want to start yeah. coming regular. So, Father, we thank you that Stacy will never yeah. be the same. And her daughter, Haley, that's yeah. uh, pregnant and needs to be married at the right, to the right person is carrying a baby. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for household salvations yeah. right now. Across this room, Father, yeah. we're lifting up our families and uh, all of the loved ones, Father. The clusters, we thank you, Father. All of our clusters, Father, God, are... We say, as for me and my house, Amen. we will serve the Lord out of grateful, thankful hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, anyway, um, she says, you said all that because you have a book table. <laughs> so, these stories are in the, in the first book. Well, this, the children's books, 
I only brought one, and this is what God put in my heart. Because I don't want to sell. I, Bunny would tell you, I don't like to sell anything. I love to give everything away. Uh, but books and things, and you have to replenish them. And I still need a new publisher, and I need to have, you know, be able to start getting my books and CDs. I don't try to ever write a song. I hear the music and the words all at the same time. So they're downloads. And, you know, LaVon Chant, not LaVon Chandler, but uh, LaDonna. That plays a beautiful violin. She's on Deep Calls Unto Deep, and, and yeah. uh, that was through Mary. Mary uh, fixed that up, and we went to uh, Branson, to Billy Brams, and I went the week before and made, laid all the, the uh, music down at a special place. I didn't eat. Somebody, somebody from, uh, it used to be in a glow, gave me that, and it was, well, it was at Mary's house, one of the ladies from Mary's house. I'm trying to think of her name, but anyway, she used to go to Branson all the time, and she knew some friends that um, had a pr production thing, and she said, well, they, they couldn't do it, but they knew somebody else, and so they gave me that name, and I called, and they said, yeah, we can do that, we'll work with you, and when I got there, the, the pr production guy was on the team at Keith Moore's church, Amen. and the guys that played on the CD were his worship team. Amen. Now, only God can do those kind of things. And then me sing. I mean, that's really the, you know, the, and then LaDonna came down. She says, you get your stuff all done. And then we were going out of town because we were leaving after we left Benny's. Billy, she said, I'll come off the prayer mountain, you know, the last day. And I'll come down and I'll put the violin all through your music. So I'm telling you, all things are possible with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just want to encourage you. But anyway, I don't want to, um, you know, like usually the, like the T-shirts are usually 20 and the books are usually uh, like 12 something. I've never, I'll probably never once sold a book for that. And I usually give the t-shirts for, you know, 15 or something like that. But, uh, and then I do have this, uh, Sue Ellen and I went on television and did, uh, and Mary was the one that got me going on. She said, you need to put, take this to TV. We read those books and it was called Grammy's House. Welcome to Grammy's House. And they're 64 episodes, 30, 30 minutes a piece. And they're fun and they're funny. And you take, I give the kids these a journal. Yes, get a journal. And we're going to do it at Grammy's House. And then uh, and, and watch them there, and then talk and have fellowship with the kids. It's gonna be a good place for the children to come. But anyway, my husband put them on a thumb drive. All four of the bo the books are on there, and so we're selling that for forty dollars. But uh, that's that's you're getting four books, and with all of us reading and all kinds of ministry through that. You know, where there's a lot of prayer ministry on there. So what we're doing with that, and the, my CDs are back there. I just brought a few. Of them, and I don't want to put a price on them because I just want you. If you'd like to give a donation to our cabin, then please do that and take take one of those with you. If that's okay, is that okay? <laughs> so that's that's my only commercial right there. Okay, and this deep calls into deep. I have um, deep calls into deep is the one that uh, Ladonna did. I want you to take. You had your hand up. This one is Pretty Paintbrush. This was Mary and Ken Bostrom's favorite. They never, ever turned it off in the car. So that was Mary's favorite. Ken knew those songs better than we did. So we had fun with it. Okay. And then um, who has a child that they think, or a grandchild that they think would enjoy Stephanie's stories? Okay, I, I see your hand back there first. Thank you, Jesus. Now, see, this is really what I like to do, okay? This is my favorite. And I want you to see these are really, really cute, done. Uh, the way they're edited and the covers and everything. P Pastor Kevin moved to heaven. He had ALS for a lot of years and at Living Stones where I go to church. And he was the one that edited the books for me. And um, he did the entire productions and I watched him do some of it and type, you know, edited and all that. 
and, and design, did all the designs with one big toe. It's the only thing on his body that worked. Only his big toe. And he would get on Facebook and all that. And he ministered and preached till the day he died. Get using that one big toe. Everybody says, I got a big toe. Okay. All right. Then we're ready to go. Okay. The songs even uh, go with what we were doing because what Kathy's saying about it, well, all of them, but she sang when she just sang here. I don't know how good I'll do at the microphone. I might have to have somebody stand up here with me. I don't do good holding the microphone. Would you do that? Sorry. Yeah, would you? Yeah. We have a stand, but you move around. Well, I'm going to stay here now, though. A Yeah, yeah, we, well, I'm just looking, I'm kind of going over because I, I had a lot of stuff up here, okay. Can I put this on you too? Did you record anywhere up here? Oh, is that working? This this is just recording. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. I don't want to get this to. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I gotta be. I gotta behave now. We're recording. That makes me nervous. Okay. Not really. I'm just kidding. Okay. Get back down here to some other little things we're going to say. I really want to share with you. Uh, I, I believe everything that's been said and done has just absolutely been the Lord. It's, how many believe it's just been wonderful? I mean, we could say thank you, Jesus, and go home, but God does want to take us a little further and share some some things with you. And um, I'm going to just share a word that we had the other day with our group, and then and it's called when Mary when Mary moved to heaven, and a lot of us were raise your hand if you were in Mary's Bible study. See. See all the hands and and um, and the Lord. First of all, with uh, Lavon Chandler and I know Sandra got a word from her through her too. And the Lord said, "Pick up the mantle." She got in front of me. She says, "Pick up the mantle." Well, I didn't see anything on the floor. I'm kind of dingy. And she looked at me again. She said, "Pick up the mantle." And she pointed to the floor. And I'm still standing there. You know, I'm thinking something's going to materialize and I'm going to pick something up. You know. And she said, "Pick up the mantle." The third time. And I said, "Oh, by faith." By faith, I said, okay. So I picked up a mantle. She said, put it on. And then she had a word from the Lord. 
and it was the mantle, and I know a similar thing with you was with, that Mary had. And I don't teach. I mean, I'm not, I do what you see me do. You know, I flow with the Holy Spirit, and God gives me words, and I have a message and things like that, but uh, you wouldn't call me a teacher, you know, like you would somebody else that's line upon line. And, um, and so, uh, and, and the word was really beautiful, and the Lord was talking about, he says, you, and the Lord says, you will prophesy, 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 and said that I would eat a scroll and all kinds of stuff. I haven't eaten a scroll yet, I don't think, you know. But, but it was things like, it was things that were so much deeper than things I'd ever thought of, you know. And so, but God will put that prophetic word out and, and, and plant it in you so that he can bring forth fruit out of it. Amen. And so, but I hid that in my heart for a little bit. And then the Lord said, one day, he said, he said, Mary, drop the torch. He said, I want you to pick up the torch. And so, and so I did the same thing. And I was by myself. I said, okay, Lord, I'm holding the torch. And he said, I'll light the torch. And he said, and I want you to, to, you know, run with this torch. And I said, but you do know I don't teach. And the Lord said, I want you to take Mary's same days. Take the first Tuesday and the third, and the third Tuesday. Isn't that so? I mean, he said, I want you to just take her those same days. And I want you to have a ministry called, and I saw it in caps with an exclamation mark at the end of it, on the move, exclamation mark. And he said, I'm putting together, and he said, and it's, not a, it's not a group thing where people just come and attend it. He said, I will put the people, I'll bring them to you, and they'll only be the ones that are supposed to be in it. And, um, and so God has done this incredible thing, but we have on the move. Raise your, stand up if you're, Lorraine, Charlotte's in here. Uh, if you're part of on the move in that group, would you stand? Okay, here's on the move, and we still, all together there's 15 of us, but it's only by the Lord. We don't, we're not asking anybody today, today to join, but that God will put the, what I want to say to you, God will bring you the people that you need, not just some people. Amen. Amen. And we're, he has so connected our hearts, and we're all real sisters together. Okay, so some of what I'm sharing with you, we just had it on the move the other day. But the Lord said, Noah, a flood of destruction, all wickedness about Noah, a flood of destruction, all wickedness was buried. It had to be completely annihilated. From one end of the globe, no, this time, a flood of restoration from from one end of the globe to the other is coming, and it will come suddenly. That was, that's what the Lord said. Everyone healed, and everyone made whole. And no one missing, and no one broken. No one, uh, no one you are standing for in your household will be left behind. I will snatch them up, some of them even at the last second. And saying that, I'm going to hold my finger there. Jeannie Wilkerson, some of you remember uh, uh, Jeannie, yeah. and one of my friends used to travel with her for years up in Oklahoma. And, uh, but Jeannie came to Livingstone's church back in the early 80s when we were there, and she had that word, and she said, um, God said to tell all of you that um, he's going he's to save all of your children, and, but there will be a few that he'll have to snatch up at the end. And I always thought that was real sweet, you know. And I didn't think about that until he gave that to me. I said, oh, Jeannie Wilkerson said that in that meeting way, way back. And then he said, do not, and this is in caps, do not doubt this in your heart. Do not be moved or even concerned. Listen to that. I'm going to say that again. Do not doubt this in your heart. Do not be moved. Because the biggest thing on our hearts, other than us obeying God, is our children. Come on. And our grandchildren. Now, i got a great-grandchild now. Do not doubt this in your heart. Do not be moved or even, con listen to this, even concerned. Well, we think we got to at least be concerned. 
He said, do not be moved or even concerned because of the sin or rebellion therein. They cannot outrun me, saith the Lord. And that the Lord said, that's why I had you run today. I had you running for your kids today. Yes. And I know uh, when I was at LFO for 16 years, I would run and Sand waved to me, Sandy started running with me, but I couldn't stay in my seat. When the Spirit of God comes on you and you're supposed to run, it's the same thing with holy laughter. When it's coming up out of your belly, just let it come out. You know, Amen. We're going to talk about that too in a minute. And I know we had our meeting on the move the other day, and Lorene was out on the floor laughing for 10 or 15 minutes you know, out in the spirit. And we just enjoyed it, and we were praying for one another. And, um, but, um, and that's the only time that's happened over at my house with you. I think. Well, no, we, with other people praying for you, you have. I do want you to know that Bill and Renee did reschedule with me too. So they're not upset with me. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so they cannot outrun me, says the Lord. And that's why he said, I wanted, he, he told me before I got here, he said, I wanted people to run in here today. And those of you that ran, you were running, running for victory. I started to, at LFO, I had sleep apnea. And the Lord said, I want you to run. And, and I hadn't run like that. And I said, Lord, the sleep apnea. See, we tell him what's wrong with us. And he said, Run. And so I started running, I put my hands up, and, I, and I, I prayed in tongues while I ran. And every now and then I'd walk, run by somebody and they'd give me a high five, like I did over there while I go, high five me, you know. And then there was others said, why is that woman running, you know. But, uh, but anyway, and when I got done running, uh, God had healed me of sleep apnea. And he, and he told me this, he said, I have you run, no, uh, um, oh, what's I going to say? <laughs> For victory, well, no, no. He said, "When you run, when when you when I move on you to run." See, there is really I do have something I got to say about that. He said, "When I have you to run and you're praying in tongues," he said, "He said uh, people are getting set free. He said yes. strongholds are breaking in people's yes. lives every time you run. Yes. So remember that when you run, God says, if you'll get up and run and have that in your heart, that people will be getting just like I got that sleep apnea instantly. You know." And, uh, and I remember that night when I went to bed, because, you know, you get this, I didn't like looking like Darth Vader. I didn't like sounding like Darth Vader. And I said, I'm not wearing this thing one more night. I said, I got healed this tonight at church. And I said, and I just want there you go. Go, 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 go. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy that victory with your daughter. But anyway, uh, I said, I wasn't going to, I didn't like, you know, and, you know, your husband looked over at you and look, you look like Darth Vader. Now, I'm not making fun of anybody else if you've got it, but maybe I can, anybody else on, on, a, on one of those breathing machines tonight, I can help. Okay, well, this going to, oh, that's why she did it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's done. It's done. It's done. Okay, here's what I did now, Charlotte. You need to hear this. I said, okay, God, because I got healed t tonight, or t today at church, because I got healed, I'm not going to wear Darth Vader one more night. I'm not wearing that thing. I got to go get up. No, excuse me, but I got to get up and go to the bathroom all the time. I know some other ladies maybe get up and go to the potty all night. Put it back on. Take, it, take the holes off. You know. And uh, but so anyway, um, and so I said, this is, I said, I got healed today, so I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to sleep. And I said, if you're ready to take me home, let's just go on home. I said, but otherwise I'm going to sleep, and I'm not going to do this Darth Vader stuff anymore. I'm done with it. And, and you know what? I didn't have one bit of trouble. And I don't even, now I hardly ever sleep all night. But I do remember I slept and I, I never had to wear it again. Amen. So if, you're, if you say, I received this, then you decide, I'm done with You're not going to, God's not going to let you die yes. while you sleep. Amen. 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 
And if he does glory to God, then you can see Mary and Ken and all these other people. And we'll all be jealous and we'll join you when we get there. But that's just not supposed to happen. Okay, settle this issue in your hearts today when you pray, because I've never lost a battle and I never will, saith the Lord. Okay, and then he was telling us in our group too, and I'm going to read a little bit of Isaiah 61. And today he said was about peace and about joy. And think about the songs that was. He said today is a day of peace. It's a day of joy. It's, it's a day of laughter. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. And it, and it was a day of breakthroughs. But this is a day. Because he said yesterday or Tuesday uh, in our group, I saw people. And he said there's a cloak of heaviness on people when it talks about a spirit of heaviness. He said, I see it didn't look like a coat, but a cloak on people. And he said, I want to remove the cloak of heaviness. And heaviness can be uh, something really heavy or it can be just something like a concern that's really heavy on your heart. And so he said, uh, if you, he said, I want everybody that has that, and Charlotte was one, got up in the center, and the rest of us got around them. And we're, that's how the Lord wanted us to end this today, that everybody can get in the center that wants to, and all of on the move, our on the move people are going to get around you, and we're going to make a circle around you like we did at our group. And, um, and see what the, um, the, cloak of heaviness. the cloak of heaviness. Oh, he said, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of him. Like what she was saying, pick up the mantle. And God said, pick up the torch, you know. Well, he said, the Lord said, uh, put on the garment of praise. And it's the scripture and we sing it. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Pray in the spirit. And with understanding, oh, magnify the Lord. Lift up the hands that hang down. Lift up the voice now still. Give unto God continuous praise and sing forth from Zion's hill. Well, so he said, and this is a revelation that he said to me. He said, when you begin to praise, a spiritual garment comes upon you. Because we don't pick up a dress and put it on. Though we, you know, people do dance before the Lord like that. But he said, put on the garment of praise, and when you do, it will run off the spirit of heaviness, uh, um, the cloak. That cloak will just fall off because the garment of praise will come on. And so those that need that today can receive that also. And, but I, I'm going to read now out of, Psalm, out of Isaiah 61, starting with verse 1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, and he's upon you, because the Lord has uh, appointed us to bring good news to the poor. He has sent us to comfort the brokenhearted, and to announce the captives will be, be released, and we sang about that, and the prisoners will go be freed, Kathy, and he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it the day of the Lord's, of God's anger against their enemies, and um, I asked the Lord once, I said, how can I help people that mourn to a place where they just can't get over somebody that had just passed away, and uh, and they can't move on, like they can't enjoy Christmas anymore because somebody died on Christmas, or they can't enjoy a birthday because somebody passed away on that day. And they actually spotlight that day for be a, a day of sadness almost, you know. And the Lord, and I said, what can I tell people? And I was ministering to somebody that just could not get over the loss of a loved one. And I said, what can I say? And the Lord gave me an answer. He said, say this. He said, you tell them that um, to consider more the other person's gain in heaven than their loss. And if they'll think about what they're doing and how wonderful it is to be in heaven, he said, mourning will leave them. They'll put on the garment of praise and that mourning will leave them. Amen. Hallelujah. So remember that. Let's think, just tell them, let's think more about what they're doing. Let's, 
And they cannot stay sad and think about what they're getting to do in heaven. And listen, this is going to be a short time anyway, and we'll be with them all. And I believe Mary Bosser right now and them are watching us because I know they get to watch spiritual things where God's moving. And I thought about that. And somebody told me, uh, Sandy, was it you to said I, I was one of you guys that was with me said about Mary yesterday. I felt Mary's presence here yesterday. Somebody just told me that, or knew that she was, oh, Charlotte said it. Yeah, I knew Charlotte. Somebody had come up and said, I really sensed Mary today. But see, and the Lord said that great cloud of witnesses, they weren't down here with us, but that great cloud of witnesses gets to watch us, and they pray over us too. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. So, are you okay so far? He has sent me to, okay, the time of, okay, this is, uh, he has sent me to tell those who mourn, now here's what he said to tell them, that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And so you don't want to be caught up with the past. You've got to move on now. And with it, the day of God's anger against your enemies. Hallelujah. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give beauty for ashes, joy instead of mourning, praise instead of despair. For the Lord has planted them like strong and graceful oaks for his own glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're, we're going to do that in a minute, but I want to give you the other... Are y'all still doing pretty good? Y'all still here pretty good? Okay. Okay. This was, and the Lord said, I want you to tell them uniquely His. And so it was a teaching I had long, I'd say a teaching, actually it's a word that He gave me years ago, and I had to go find it. But here it is, and this is for you today. We are fearfully and wonderfully created in God's own image and likeness. You can say, I am. We have, we have His nature as new creatures in Christ Jesus. We are uniquely His. I remember laughing out loud about something, and then I heard these words in my heart, and the Lord said this to me, Pam, I love your laugh. And I, I laugh like a hyena when I get really laughing. It's not really a pretty laugh. Pam, I love your laugh. And immediately I thought, I have a terrible laugh, Lord. I scream when I laugh. Do you have any screamers when you laugh? No, just a few screamers in that. So I scream when I laugh. My sisters do the same thing. They all say, oh, that's the Secor sisters, you know, you can tell. And I pondered that a while that he said um, about my, um, I, love I, I, I love you. He said, then he said loving, then he lovingly said this to me. Now listen, church, this is for us. I miss your laughter. I miss your laughter. Your laugh is uniquely yours as your fingerprint. I have given you, you know, in the world, they know us by our fingerprint. He knows us by our laughter. And I thought about that this morning when I was thinking about you about 3 o'clock in the morning. I thought, you know what? Uh, and I thought about Bunny. We talk almost every day, and I talk a lot with all of you that are here. But I thought, and with my husband, I thought, I know her, her voice is very distinctive. And she goes, Pam, how, are you, how, how do you say my name? Pam. Every morning when you say it. Oh, Pam. Oh, wait. Come on. No. It's there. It's the same way every day. It's a real special way she says it to me, and, I, and I, it makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Okay, but anyway, there it is. That's it. That's it. That's my wake up call. And uh, and so and the Lord loves it that we we get, all get together and laugh a lot. He said, um, "I've given." Uh, I've, I've given you your laugh. And that's what made it stand out to me. Your, your voice, and we sing your voice uh, in me. And I, I hear one of the songs I have is your voice in me. Um, your voice in me um, releases power. Your voice can turn this world around. Your voice through me releases power. And your voice can turn this world around. And that one of the songs that's on it. But uh, anyway, it says, I've given everyone laughter. 
People today are laughing and teaching their children to laugh at the world's darkness and sin. Laughter was given to bring healing to the soul and even to the body. For as the soul prospers, so does the body. A merry heart does good like a medicine. My enemies know that. What I always meant for good, the, uh, the devil now uses for evil. The world has only a counterfeit for the laughter from the belly. And what do we do out of our belly? Wait, laughter, yes. By the Holy Spirit's quickening, which releases a river full of joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Full of glory when we laugh. And my peace that passes natural understanding, my joy will restore and renew, and my peace will keep you calm through the storms that you go through. He's given us peace that passes all understanding, and it acts as an umpire on the inside of us. I gave laughing gas. Oh, listen, you know how the laughing gas that they had? I got that once when I was pregnant and laughing, you know. I gave laughing gas to the doctors so that they could put people out and go out into those places where they needed to fix what was damaged in their bodies or needed to be replaced. I can do the same thing just by getting my people out in the spirit so that I can heal and restore their soul and body. Laughing gas. I sit in the heavens and laugh at my enemies. Why don't you do the same? He later went on to say, my children need to laugh together more. I sit in the heavens and laugh and I laugh when you laugh. It makes me laugh too. Now when you hear other people laugh and think about your families when you get together. Don't you all try to think of something funny so everybody be laughing? You try to remember a funny memory. Now you know we all do it. Yeah. Or we're waiting for something new to happen that's funny. Oh look what he did, you know. And I says, it, um, I love your laughter as much as I do your worship. Wow. Hello. Amen. I love your laughter as much as I do your worship. Amen. Because he, worship, he laughs with us. And um, because I gave it all to you for you to use and for my pleasure too. On the day of Pentecost, they were all drunk, but not as the world supposed. It was as Joel had prophesied for the last days, this flow of my river into, uh, into your spirit was never intended to be perverted and taken to the world of darkness to be used to kill, steal, and to destroy the lives of those my son died for. No, I command you now to take back into the realm of the spirit where you habitate and where I inhabit your praise and heal your soul and body completely. I am yours and you are mine now and forever, yes, for all time. You are my very heart and I long to see my glory overcome and will provide for you everything you need. Come away with me and stay with me. Trust and hope in me for I will set you free and keep you free as you boldly come before me in humility. I will give you the desires of your heart as you delight in me. Take it all back and all that I have given you to see you through. For in the days ahead, you will need my word, my spirit, my voice in order to make the right choice. Run your race now with all your heart, knowing how it all ends for you before you even start. Amen. I will never leave you nor forsake you. The promise is true. You are so precious to me. No mere, no mere words will ever do to make you truly understand just how much I do love you. And then he gave me these three little things, and you might want to write these down. Three kinds of tears. And he gave it to me at the same time he gave me this. There are three kinds of tears that come from the river within. Number one is a cleansing tears. Cleansing tears wash away hurts, and they're tears from a grateful heart. You have a grateful heart when God's 
washing away things from your life and cleansing tears. So cleansing tears washes away hurts and tears for, and, the, the, and, and gives you tears from a grateful heart. And number two is joyful tears. I mean, I use the time I cry the most is uh, over something good that over the goodness of God. Amen. You know, I'll, I'll I'll get laughing. Do you laugh and cry? I laugh and cry. I'll get laughing. and You look around, everybody's crying and laughing, and those are fun. It says uh, joyful tears do good like a medicine. When you get to a place where you're laughing and crying at the same time, you're just your body's getting healed. Med, you're just getting medicine flowing in you. God's me, supernatural medicine. And then number three was compassionate tears. That's in, that's intercession. Uh, weep with others. When you weep for and with others, the river will dry up if we don't let it flow. And that was the last part of that that he gave me. And um, and I'm, I'm not going to I'm going to read the love letter from him. But I'm gonna, I'm not going to read this other thing that I have. But I'll leave it on the table if you want to just look at it. And it was uh, let's see, let me find it. Oh, filled to overflowing. And it's just different fillings that we have. But you don't have to take it with you because I only have one copy. And you may not want, have time to do that. But I'll, or maybe I'll just leave it up here if somebody wants to read it. Okay, I'm going to read you the love letter. My dear family, the valleys in your life are places where your soul is tempted to fear and doubt my presence and my provision. But be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. Put away grief and sorrow and pain and mourning, for I will turn your mourning into dancing. Psalm 30, verse 11. And I will turn your sorrow into joy. John 16, 20. For those of you who long for loved ones who have left you and are here with me, know that they are well and completely whole and happy here in heaven. What seems like a long separation to you is a short separation to them. I saw your mother earlier uh, when I thought earlier this morning about Mary, and right away I saw your mother, and I know that they got to watch today. They, and they were sitting next to each other. They are, wait, they are awaiting arrival with much anticipation and joy. They have much to show and much to tell you. So rejoice and be glad when you think of them with me. For, think of them with me. For soon you will all be together with me and you shall all live happily ever after. Amen. Love, Daddy God. Amen. So I think that's enough for today, for today except we're going to do what the Lord said. So if we're going to make a circle and I think if we move, I think we can do it all right up in here. And um, if, you'll, if you want to stand in for someone else that you know is, has uh, the, the spirit of heaviness or you have a heavy heart about a situation, then I, we want you to get in the middle and uh, the on the move. We're going to all get around the circle around them. And if you don't want to be in the circle and want to join us, we're going to hold hands. And we're just going to touch and agree where God says, if you'll touch and agree, we'll have it. So what, what, we believe all, all that the, and we're, we're going to sing. We're going to sing the song about put on a garment of praise and, um, and also um, beauty for ashes. So let's come up together. Get in the center if you're going to stand in for somebody that you know is weary and has heaviness or for yourself and the rest of us will get around you. And the ones in the center, you get your hands together, then that way we'll get around. You make a circle and then we'll make a circle. You got it okay? Okay. Let's all come around. Y'all get, okay, get in the center. We might have a lot. We might have an oblong center before we're done. We might have a center from. I mean, we might have a circle this long before we get up. Yeah, everybody in the middle that wants to be in the middle. Yeah, my people. Yeah. Make a second. Yeah. Here we go. Yes, some are still coming to get in the middle. And yes, yes, yes. The Lord said. The Lord said, "Tell you yes." 
You've been asking him. You said, Lord, and, and you can fill in the blank. And the Lord said, all I want you to tell him, he said, you don't need to know his details, but you need to tell him I said yes. And I saw it in great big capital letters with an exclamation mark, with an exclamation mark. And the Lord said to tell you, and the Lord, the Lord said the past is behind, your future is bright. And he's he, come and get in the center because God, here, let him get in with you guys. He's going to get in. No, he's getting, y'all getting there together. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Susan, God's touching you today. Where's, where's Susan? Which one's Susan? Which name did I see? Susan. God, I just, God told me to tell you he's touching you today. Okay. Yeah, he's touching. Yeah, she's standing in for you. She's standing in for you. Okay, is everybody ready? Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Y'all ready? Okay, I'll wait till everybody's quiet so we can get in. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for every person that came today. We thank God for what he's about to do for us. Hallelujah. Here, you guys can, uh, you can oh, you're going to stand like that? Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Thank you, Jesus. But we're all in agreement. We're all standing in agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, we're going to sing the songs that God said to sing. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Pray in the spirit and with understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. Lift up, lift up the hands that hang down. Lift up the voice now still. Give unto God continuous praise. Sing forth from Zion's hill. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Pray in the spirit and with understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. He gives me beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We are the trees of righteousness the planting of the lord that he might be glorified he's given us beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise father right now for the beauty of heaviness hallelujah we receive it lord hallelujah thou hast turned my mourning into dancing oh for dance me. dance thou hast put off my sackcloth oh yeah thou hast turned my mourning into dancing for me and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise unto thee yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you, God, for your visit. Yes, Amen. thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Lord. It's yours. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we just give you all the praise, glory, and honor. Well, we thank 
you, uh, Pam, for coming today. We yeah. all bless you. Just lift your hands and stretch it toward her. Father, we just ask you to bless her. Oh, thank you, you Lord. Know, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. More than enough. Yes, more than enough. We pray in Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bring it in by the ravens. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come and he's going to speak a blessing over you. If you would just wait one moment, he's coming real quickly. Check it out. Glory, Joe. Oh, man. Okay, you got it. Okay. There's plenty of cupcakes. Thank you, Rhonda. Everybody say, thank you, Rhonda. 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 May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you the peace that only he and his son can give you. God's blessings to you all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Blessings and angels go with you wherever you go in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming, and uh, we'll be here next month on the second Thursday of this